Nothing can describe its horror. Nothing can stop its terror. The abnormal. Good evening, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. (laughs) We've brought the abnormal (laughs) to the show. Okay, Andrew, what are we talking about? Uh, This is episode number 265. It's Podtober. We're talking Doug's Nightmare on Jumbo Street. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris, Mm. you were kind enough to join us uh, for this episode. Yeah, I guess so, if you want to call it that. (laughs) You still hate Doug? Um, It's not great. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. Um, what, What do you hate so much about Doug again? Um... Doug is the problem with Doug. Just a little weenie. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Okay. So you're like the Roger Klotz of the podcast, I guess. No, I'm not the. I'm not, no, I'm the. I'm the Ned Coffee. Who? Ned Coffee. Oh, Ned. Okay. Okay. Ned. Ned. Is Ned's one Ned, of the. Uh, yeah, he's the smartest member of Roger's gang, often confusing others with his high intellect. He comes from a large family <laughs> with a lot of siblings, as do I, and is, like me, most easily identified by uh, his full lips and one eye much larger than the other. Ah, but yeah. Sure. <laughs> so you've put some serious thought into this. I, I have, yeah. And, he's got and like, you have an eye that's bigger than the other? How have I not... I don't, um, but, you know, most people <laughs> listening uh, have never seen me, so, you know, for all intents and purposes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, build the mystery. I like it. Um, Andrew, do you have any, do you have any uh, former relationship, <laughs> former relationship to this episode? Uh, yeah, it's one of the ones that has stuck in my mind over the years as the only other like scary episode after Doug's Halloween. Um, yeah. So it always had a kind of place for me in the series. Chris, did you remember this episode from being a kid or no? Uh, a little bit. Um, not, not like vividly, not any particular scene, but just kind of the, the gestalt of mm. the whole episode felt memorable. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, well, this, this episode, uh, aired, it's not a Halloween episode. It it aired in the heat of the summer, June of 1993, season three, episode 10 B. Um, this comes after Doug Inc. I think. Yeah. Which is a, uh, incredible back to back. Yeah. You love Doug, Doug Inc. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I do love that one. (laughs) An incredible back-to-back, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Did you happen to watch the first part, Chris? 
Uh, absolutely not, no. <laughs> <laughs> not an ounce this more work than, than what was required. <laughs> no, I, re- I rewound this the, my one uh, watch through a couple times to some points, but uh, that's a, that seemed to suffice. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a you know a show for simpletons, so it's easy to remember. It's no cat dog. <laughs> wow, Jeez. you think that you think Doug is a show for simpletons? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> I disagree heartily. Well, I guess that means you're a simpleton. <laughs> um. Okay, well, you know, we've talked about June of 1993 before, um, so I was thinking before we get into the episode, you know, the the premise of the episode, and the, the basic premise is that Doug goes to a movie that's so scary that he can't, like, almost even stand it. Um, have you guys had experiences of being in a movie theater, of a movie, like, really making you squirm? Not necessarily cover your eyes, but just a movie that, like, whoa i i remember that experience um for me like the ultimate scary movie experience as a kid was uh the original it miniseries Mm. um that just after that like just stuck with me forever it seemed like so real and you know surreal at the same time um yeah something about that whole concept that it could be anybody um you know yeah. Sort of like the abnormal. Um, it, uh, yeah, just as a kid, that freaked me out. And that the the Tim Curry version of Pennywise is uh, something. It's so freakish about it. I think because he like seems sort of human. Um, not that I hate the new it, but like versus the new one, where it never like I don't think the monster ever really like feels like a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. Um, no, yeah, that 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 Tim Curry performance is an all time great, you know, that yeah. uh, monster. Um, yeah, yeah. Chris, any any movies that made you? Yeah. Shiver? Um. Also, uh, the it miniseries. Well, I remember. I mean, I didn't even know what it was, but when I was probably five or six, if that makes sense, I remember seeing clip like parts of it at the neighbors at at my next door neighbors when i before i moved um and i remember that being like influencing my you know my nightmare landscape for a while Mm. that that was pretty early on but then in theaters i remember uh when the ring came out seeing the ring in theaters and that um not terrifying me and like uh doug's baby bitch way but um <laughs> but you know definitely like making me uneasy that's the only time i could really me- remember feeling like uneasy in a movie theater which is yeah cool cool feeling yeah uh yeah the ring is the ring is the one that also uh first came to my mind especially that that opening where you kind of see the imagery of the girl's face who is you know, encountered the video. Yeah. Um, really yeah. very unsettling uh, imagery. And more recently, I would say I, I, um, not that I was terrified or that I couldn't look at the screen, but 
Hereditary was a pretty um, yeah. intense movie theater experience. Um, again, not for like the same reasons of like, oh, I can't, I don't want to see the monster, but just like kind of what yeah. you're seeing it was so uh, off putting. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, there's something about um, these horror movies with kids mm-hmm. uh, getting kind of like you know not to give anything too much away but getting um killed in certain ways is like very unsettling not to give too much away about uh doug's nightmare on jumbo street yeah yeah or <laughs> skeeter just gets slaughtered yeah. <laughs> i wish <laughs> which characters do you like besides ned that's it it's ned ned and judy ned judy what about what about the dinks Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like the Dinks. I like both Dinks. That's that's a good point. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, do you have a favorite Doug character that's not Doug? Oh. Uh... And is it Doug? If I gave you that option. Oh, you know he loves Doug. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Doug, but um. I mean, I guess he's the driving force of the show. Sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, Skeeter, I love. I don't know. I love all the kids. I sort of love Roger. Um, like, love to hate him. Um, I don't know if I ha- if I can pick an actual definitive, like, maybe Porkchop. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Porkchop's fine. I think. <laughs> Who do you know, who's I... your favorite? Wait, we, didn't we do Doug uh, characters or something? No, we did favorite Doug episodes, uh, uh. Um, and we did Doug versus Arnold. But mm. uh, I don't know. I I think um, Mr. Bone. Oh yeah, Mr. <laughs> yeah, Bone. That's he's good. Great one. <laughs> he always bring. He always brings the laughs. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Andrew, do you want to walk us through a little bit of Doug's Nightmare on Jumbo Street? Sure. So outside the Bluffington Theater, Doug and Skeeter are checking out the scary poster for a new horror movie called The Abnormal when Roger startles them. Um, I, I love the name also, The Abnormal. Yeah. Uh, it's just very... Yeah, you yeah, guys would. Just very good. It's like it conjures a monster, but you don't know what the monster is. Movies that start with the word the, I feel like, have a higher success rate. Uh, or horror movies, <laughs> I should say. You think? The? Yeah, The the Shining, The Thing, The Mist. Uh... Um, <laughs> the Mist? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's three. That's what... <laughs> Uh, the ring i could keep going you want me to keep going the others was great uh uh give me time um, i this was this was not a planned out thought process yes these are definitely all <laughs> they're good movies. these are all <laughs> these are all good movies hold on one second now now you guys have you know, i mean i'm sure want... there's plenty of non the horror movies that are great it's my well yeah i'm not saying there isn't yeah a little thing called dracula maybe the dracula did you guys hear me say the mist come on 
<laughs> a ghost story, nefarious, <laughs> lost highway, pet cemetery. You know, I don't hear any of those in these well, classics. The lost, Bo- the, the lost boys, aliens. Yeah. Okay, let's just go back and forth. You say a the scary movie, and I'll say a non the <laughs> scary movie. Let's just do this for two hours. Okay, okay, the brood, <laughs> the shallows, uh, mm. phenomena. Like they have to be good. It's alive, Jacob's <laughs> Ladder. You say? <laughs> the House of the Devil. Dog Soldiers. Candyman. <laughs> Oculus. No, it's pretty good. Land of the Dead. Okay. Okay. The Descent. Yeah. Uh, the Omen. Yeah. You're next. The Exorcist. Videodrome. Yeah, but did you hear me say the Exorcist? It just like cancels everything else out. <laughs> okay. Well, what do you guys think about the Exorcist? Have you rewatched that recently? <laughs> I've saw it maybe like five years ago. It's it's, it's kind of the qu- quintessential like uh, <laughs> scary before it was possible. Like old people think it's scary because they had you know th- this kind of genre didn't exist back then, but. It's not real. I mean, it's only good yeah. if you're like really. It's pretty trying scary. to historicize it in its moment. I don't know. Oh, I, I uh, think it's. I think it's pretty unsettling. Scary. Definitely unsettling. Not something that that like I enjoy rewatching necessarily though. I prefer the Omen. Oh, that mm. starts with the. Yeah, that's true. The con- the Conjuring, <laughs> the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's definitely a marketing ploy. You're 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 right about that. But you're 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 a thesis, marketing ploy. Yeah, you're you're saying that the movies, the horror movies, are more successful than non the horror movies. I'm not saying they're more successful. I think it's just like they got a high. I don't know. Maybe that is what I'm saying. <laughs> the Babadook. Yeah. The Babadook. I didn't really like that that much. I know people love it, but the Silence of the Lambs. Come on, mm, the Invisible yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's yeah, just yeah. let's just seed this argument to Joey. <laughs> the The Witch, The Cabin in the Woods. This is good podcasting. This is like one hundred and one. They should teach this. In, they They should teach this in podcasting school. <laughs> this better be one of those free episodes. I tell you that much. Oh, it's a free episode, my friend. <laughs> this is this is main feed. This is <laughs> the people of Patreon. <laughs> you know they'll get better. Oh, the fly! Come on! All right, all right. Yeah, all right. I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> Andrew, what happens after they get uh, to the movie theater? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Doug assures Skeeter that the movie can't be that scary. But he starts to get nervous as he follows his friends into the dark theater. Once they're in their seats, Doug is so nervous that he screams at the coming attractions. <laughs> Classic. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, um, he, he can barely keep his eyes on the screen as the abnormal wreaks havoc throughout the movie town. But the only part of the monster they get to see is its shadow. And when the yeah. abnormal finally reveals itself... Doug is so scared he covers his eyes, prompting I, the whole thing. Um, I love this. Uh, the the yeah. writers of Doug clearly know like what makes a movie 
scary, which is, you know, you, you got to hide the monster a little bit. Yeah, it is very good. We don't have a clue about these creatures. <laughs> it's a shapeshifter from the upper Thalmus galaxy, here to abduct humans to exhibit their galactic zoos for little or no pay. How do you know all these things? Because, Doctor, I am... <laughs> Doctor, your blood pressure is... Shadow. When do we get to see the thing? <laughs> okay. I, gotta, I love the abnormal's voice. Let's let's break down um You gotta leave? No, do do I have to leave? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, alright, I've had enough. I got I got I gotta go. <laughs> you can't you stand wish. this anymore. Yeah, you wish I had to leave. <laughs> uh, but let's break down what that that first line there. Uh, that the abnormals is shapeshifter from the upper thalamus galaxy here to abduct humans to exhibit in their galactic zoos for litter, little or no pay. I mean, the, a great line. No, it's it not a great line. I, I'm just thinking it's a high standard to hold it to, but it is like, it is the, the difference between that and a Pete and Pete line that would be similar is that, there's no flow to that. It's like trying to be kind of funny, but also trying to be somewhat um, like, like this could actually be the plot of the movie, but it doesn't make sense. Exhibit in their galactic yeah, I mean, zoos for little or no pay. No one gets in no scenario. Do you get paid for being in a zoo? Like what, what, what is that? What is the point of adding that an upper thalamus? Like, okay, Let's let's try and name it something silly like a like a thing in your brain, um, and you and uh, using galaxy and galactic, which is just the adjective form of galaxy in the same sentence, is lazy. <laughs> I think, okay. but they're watching like a very purposeful. I think what is supposed to be like a B movie, where yeah. like the writing yeah. would be perhaps a bit clunkier. But this is the one opportunity in the whole episode to like have a funny, well written line and. Oh, it falls flat to me. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, mm, I think and, and also... You, what? I was just going to say, did you like it? I think it's successful in, like, very quickly giving you this whole idea of what this movie is. You know, like, in five seconds. So you, like, you know what's going on. I don't know. I think it's... Uh, yeah, I think it's a successful line. <laughs> Wow, Joe, you expect, love it. I didn't expect any dissection of this line. I kind of did like it. Uh, I just liked it as a like. Um, I liked it as a premise. I guess I like that the the idea is that I mean it's very Twilight Zone, but it's uh, there's another the. Um, <laughs> I liked it as the. I liked it as the premise that they're here to like in you know enslave humans for their zoos. Uh, which isn't there that, is literally a Twilight Zone episode about. Isn't but, there an Are You Afraid of the a Dark episode about that? Uh, is that the Closet Keepers? Uh, I thought yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. What about uh, the... Uh, you guys did it a while ago. Isn't that when they, you know, floor, there's... The, floor, floor, uh, yeah, 413, uh, floor 11. 13th floor, yeah. 13th floor. 13th floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, they're, you know, that one's not really like, I think the premise of that one is that like, oops, we forgot an alien on earth type thing. <laughs> and like, right, Andrew? Yeah, it's not a zoo. Later that night, Doug has a nightmare in which the abnormal throws Skeeter off a cliff before disguising itself as Doug's garage and eating him. Um, I love how Doug's uh, dreams look. They look great. Yeah, All this monster stuff. Yeah. Uh, Really cool looking. This is not the traffic light nightmare, is it? No. No. Okay. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, the next day, Doug asks for advice from Mr. Dink, who explains how he got over his fear of heights by climbing the same branch he fell out of. In order to face his fear, Doug goes back to the theater, but when the abnormal abnormal makes its appearance, he covers his eyes again. Jesus Christ. In a classic Chris move. <laughs> Chris move. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe uh, that's why I'm so tortured by how embarrassing he is. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> you, you so you deeply see? relate. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Maybe too much is. of himself in me. Yeah. Uh, Chris, have you ever seen a movie three times in the theaters? Ooh, that's a great question. Mm. Um, I I don't. Oh, you know what? I saw the favorite three times in theaters. That's the only one. Oh, wow. A favorite? The favorite. The yeah, Yorgos Lanthimos uh, yeah. movie? Uh, yeah. No, I, haven't, I haven't seen I saw it twice with other people, and then I went and saw it myself. By myself. Oh, yeah. It, that's that's a great movie. It's like kind of surprising how entertaining and good it is. Like, it's not like it's a period piece. I don't know. We don't have to talk about it, but it's really good. It's really entertaining. Yeah, okay. he's got a new he's got a new one coming out that is supposedly really great. I know. Um, okay. When does that come out? Uh, I think in a month or so. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Andrew, have you ha- have you seen any movies three times that you like know for sure? Yeah, uh, I even mentioned it on here. I think um, Orange County. Oh yeah, Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I mean, okay. Joey, have you have you done this? Uh more than 20 times <laughs> the, the, implying that I, I like on average i'll go see a movie three times <laughs> yes well not on average um, but, but i bet you've done it more than 10 times uh yeah there's probably a lot i like jurassic park uh there will be blood king kong i know you saw king kong like five times in the theaters <laughs> <laughs> okay i you you the thing, and I've mentioned this on the podcast, but the movie theater near our college, like the movies were three dollars. Yeah, I Still don't think King anyone Kong. else was seeing King Kong five times. <laughs> yeah, and own it. I own that. Um, yeah, I, I will absolutely. I, I not lately. I would say in the last ten years, I actually don't know if I've seen a movie uh, three times. I really don't think so. Um, but yes, certainly in college. In high school, I was just like, if I was bored, that was my go-to. So, uh, Well, that night, Doug has another nightmare in which the abnormal takes the shape of a traffic light and even pretends to be Porkchop. Hi, Porkchop. There's a monster loose. You've got to be putting <laughs> me on. It's you. 
You're the abnormal. Give the boy a prize. <gasps> Here's pork chop. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. That's kind of that's like I that's love hard, that goes hard for Doug. Yes, seriously, uh, it's freakish. Poor yeah. job with that voice. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's great. I don't see how you could not enjoy this part. I like this part. <laughs> as we as we waited for Chris. <laughs> totally. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's cool. I mean, you got the clear Jack Nicholson reference here. Um, they, they throw on the eyebrows on Deport Chop, yeah, which yeah. I love. <laughs> and there's um, something very unsettling about Pork Chop with that voice. It just yeah. works. Yeah. Sort of. Um, and the, uh, the traffic light is also pretty good. Really um, cool design with like, almost like the, the, using the wires as tentacles to kind of yeah. chase after him. It's your new tattoo, Joey. Really cool. <laughs> My new tattoo is the uh, traffic light with tentacles. Yep. I kind of like that. Yeah. I, I, you know. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, I Unrelated sort of, but um, I was in the grocery store one day and saw somebody wearing what looked to be a vintage Rocco's Modern Life t-shirt. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Just, I mean, just a little Nickelodeon out in the wild. Yeah. Oh, it's out there, man. Like, I it, if it's a original, that's cool. But like, you know, the box stores, um, really, you know, they sell a lot of uh, Rugrats, Hey Arnold. Mm. Um, so Rocco, I Rocco is definitely a bit more rare. But there's like a few shows they've selected. Hey that, Arnold. Yeah. Yes, Arnold's everywhere. Uh, Rugrats I, very common. Um, I saw a uh, a New York Times headline this week circulating on on twitter um i don't have a subscription so i couldn't read the article about how there's this trend of like club djs playing nickelodeon theme songs nickelodeon and disney theme songs that people are like really getting into in a in an unironic way um so yeah we're we're just nostalgia obsessed losers trying to avoid living in this present yeah. ap- apocalyptic moment <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah sure, sure yeah i mean uh we're all doing our best here we're yeah. all <laughs> uh well after doug and porkchop stay up the rest of the night playing cards doug begins to fear that he'll never sleep again Later, they go to the mall, where Doug's friends are all talking about how scary the monster was. When they ask him what he thought about it, he pretends like he was shocked. I like this whole thing. Rings eh, true. Yeah. Like, what is rings true about it? Like that? Are you guys liars? That you just like lie about your experiences to your friend? (laughs) Um. No, but I feel like as a kid probably this type of situation came up where it was like at the time i was lying i guess thought you were a straight shooter oh well sorry sorry to disappoint (laughs) chris uh i was a liar i am a liar (laughs) i'll always be a liar and that's why that's why doug is our king (laughs) 
It's all it all makes sense now. <laughs> um with a uh with a new Smash Adams movie coming out, Doug has one last chance to face his fears and see the monster at the end of the movie. But this yeah. time yeah, this time La- pork chop last showing. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's very just, last showing. Yeah, I, I love I love the tension building of them putting the poster up over the abnormal. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, I got to do this now. Yeah, I feel I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but this time, pork chop ties Doug's hands down and pries open his eyes so he can't look away. The abnormal's in that building, and I'm going in after it. Oh no! Be careful. That was it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to give uh, some time to that, like repeated uh, part of the abnormal movie. I can't believe the damn dog had to force him to watch. Yeah. I mean, that's just embarrassing. Imagine <laughs> the damn dog had to pry his eyes open. Well, I th- that's the point. That's the point. It, like this it's, is, it's it's embarrassing. This is one of those mo- those moments in Doug though. <laughs> it's one of those moments where I'm like, uh, I guess Pork Chop does have some sort of additional, like human like abilities in the Doug world, like prying Doug's eyes open. Oh yeah. Oh, he's got a ton of abilities. We we debated this on our grab bag when it was uh Pork Chop versus uh Spunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember who won the category, but <laughs> neither do I. Um, well, when he finally sees the monster and the zipper on the back of its costume, Doug can't believe he was ever scared. <laughs> that night, Doug has another nightmare, but this time he unzips the abnormal's costume to reveal a stack of poodles pretending to be the monster. Yeah, he just mocks this monster right to its face. <laughs> Um, I like it. I, I want to go back for a second. What do you think about the big reveal being that like it's not scary because there's a zipper? It seems like a cop out mm. a little bit. Like it seems like instead of Doug actually facing his fears, like the show is giving him an excuse. Hmm. Uh, I like it. I just took it as like um that almost nothing is as scary as you think it might be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with Andrew. Um, I, I think it works, too. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but Doug really doesn't face his fears here, right? Like, Well, part of facing your fears is realizing that all we have to fear is fear itself, uh, as you should know, being the historian that you are, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> So you think like the writers on Doug were were studying like Roosevelt's text? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not JFK. No, JFK is uh, the other that's... famous inauguration speech yeah. of "Ask not what your country can do for you." Yeah, yeah same rhetorical. Um, I uh, I mean, in Doug's in Doug's defense, he did go back to the theater again. So he did like put yeah, some effort yeah. in. You know? That's true. That's true. Um, uh, I should say also, I love how the monster looks. It's very bizarre yeah. looking. I love how the haunted house looks in the movie. 
uh, oh man yeah cool. that hallway where kind of all the yeah. encounters happen is really yeah. fun yeah uh, the next day at the park, Doug tells his friends what he really thought of the monster, and it turns out all of them were too scared to watch. Whoa. Um, I, I I like this. <laughs> I like this development. <laughs> like, it turns out none of them have seen it except for him now. Um, I just, you know, I, I kind of forgot it ended this way. I hate it. 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 <laughs> it's so unrealistic like what what you know what's your what would be a better way to do it i don't know i mean it works structurally for the story obviously but um it just doesn't make sense for doug to ever be well it, it's kind of the problem that i have with the show encapsulated that doug always ends up through his like all of his, I mean, he's an incredibly flawed character. He's he's always a giant baby about stuff. He doesn't tell the truth. He's not, you know, particularly smart. Um, and oh, you know, at the end of the at the end of every episode, it ends up all working out for him anyway. And he's always the, the hero, even though he's <laughs> got all these problems that he needs to work that any kid who has those problems is going to need to overcome not you know just be fine with just this you know this trophy participation trophy culture (laughs) oh no chris is veering into joe rogan (laughs) pick yourself up by your bootstraps and make a man of yourself douglas Okay. Um, I kind of disagree with this, though. I think a lot of episodes end with Doug having to, like, kind of figure out how to be okay with whatever the situation is. Not necessarily in this case, I guess, but in a lot of episodes. It's a lot less scary to just face what you're afraid of instead of always running away from it. <laughs> Will you turn that music off so I can get my beauty rest? <laughs> The abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one one last scare here with Judy and her night makeup. Yeah, it's great. It's and great. that uh, that Twin Peaks esque like um, snapping finger snapping music. Oh yeah, yeah. Judy's <laughs> theme, I believe it's called. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Judy's theme by Fred oh, Newman. Judy's theme. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that wraps up uh, that segment. Um, I'm sure we'll have more to say on our our opinions on it when we get to Krebs stars. You want to talk about uh, what went into this thing? Sure. Oh, yeah. Hi. This is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Uh, well, as always, it's very hard to figure out who exactly did what voices on Doug. Uh, so I just took a look at somebody who we haven't looked at yet, Fran Brill. Um, she voices, uh, she's just billed as voices on Doug, uh, but she's been on Sesame Street, SNL, The Muppet Show, Ghost Rider, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and What About Bob? As, um, as Dr. Marvin's sister that Bob marries. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fun. 
Dr. Leo Marvin. <laughs> Man, I just watched that movie. I love it so much. Andrew, as you saw yeah. when we went on vacation, I got my uh, Don't Hassle Me, I'm Local shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah what a I love it. That's cool that she's in that. All right. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. Okay. Uh, I took I took a look at the director of this episode. Her name is Yvette Kaplan. Um, Yvette has been a director. She was a director on 15 episodes of Doug, uh, including, let's see, Doug's, Doug Gets His Ears Lowered, Doug's Cooking, Doug's Secret Song, Doug's A Genius, wow. Doug's Lucky Hat. Um, yeah, some, some big hitters here. Uh, Doug's, <laughs> Doug's Big Feet. Um, yeah. Uh, she was also a director, like an animation director on Beavis and Butthead Do America. Oh, cool. um, oh Yeah Cartoons. Uh, she directed two episodes of King of the Hill. Um, uh, 90, she directed 94 episodes of the television series of Beavis and Butthead. Um, and then she was an, she was on animation departments uh, for various shows, including uh, sorry, uh, Curious George, uh, Futurama, um, Ducktales, Harriet the Spy animated series, and The Venture Bros. Um, so she's been she's been pretty active since uh, the late seventies. Honestly, is kind of when she got going. Yeah, seems cool. Very impressive. Yes, yes. You know, I've given old Fred Newman a hard time in the past here on this podcast, and <laughs> I wanted to dive into his uh, into his uh, IMDb a little bit because the stuff that he's done voices for. Have we? Have you guys done this before? Like what he's done? I don't think so. I don't think we've done Fred. His yeah, his um, voice credits are kind of insane. Half of them sound like made up things. Check this out. Uh, uh, starts in 1982 with two, uh, we've got Batman and Robin in the case of the laughing Sphinx and then Wonder Woman in Cheetah on the Prowl. Then he is Mogwai in the Gremlins movie in from 84, uh, out of control, whatever that is, 84, uh, OC and Stiggs as Bongo in 1985. He's in Munchies, which has a 3.9 out of 10 on IMDb in 1987. Uh, he is Harry in Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, no way. Uh, way. Way. He plays Stupid, wow. which makes sense, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, he plays... Uh, he's on Reading Rainbow as a character called Dr. Skull. Which uh, maybe that's where they got that character from. I think you should leave. Um, mm, then, then uh, he plays Varch Brody on Aliens in the Family. Uh, he plays uh, uncredited voices in Men in Black. Um, he is uh, Crab Tuesday in Henry's Amazing Animals. He is. Click Clack in Tremors the Musical from 1999. He is uh, in Miss Spider's Tea Party. 
He's in Grand Theft Auto 2 as DJ Spaz Funbags. He is uh, Hummer and Woofus in A Very Wompky Christmas from 2002. Uh, he's also in Mrs. Clay- Miss Claiborne's Fat Head uh, as Danklet the Hedgehog in 2002. Uh, he's uh, Aliosis Alligator in Pinky Dinky Doo from 2005 um and uh you know i'll just stop there i mean half of these things sound made up i did make up two of them and you probably can't even tell which ones i made up. (laughs) (laughs) oh boy uh you're not gonna tell us which two you made up i want i want at least one guess Uh, dinky do uh, Dinky, no, Dinky Doo is real. Pinky Dinky Doo is real. That's okay. from 2005. <laughs> okay. That's why this is a hard game. Andrew, do you have a guess? Uh, the Aloysius Alligator. Also I don't real. What show that was? Yeah, that's uh oh, same. That's wow. that's Pinky Dinky Doo. You guys should watch that. Uh, you both think it's fake. Oh, whoops. So the the two ones I made up were <laughs> Tremors the Musical. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I was like, I didn't, I've never heard of this, but it sounds plausible. <laughs> it does sound plausible. <laughs> and uh, Mrs. Miss Claiborne's fat head as Danklet the Hedgehog. I made that up. <laughs> oh wow, that really sounded real. Uh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody better to do Fred Newman's bio than Chris. Um, it's yeah, been a long you. journey yeah. between you two. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love that he played Harry in, uh, from Harry and the Hendersons. That's so yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, Andrew, trivia? Any trivia? Uh, yeah. Of course, the title is a reference to A Nightmare on Elm Street. We know. And um, one other thing is Skunky Beaumont was mentioned in this episode, as yeah. is mentioned in many, and uh, he doesn't appear ever until the Disney um, iteration oh. of Doug. That's I don't fun. think I knew that. Hold on, I'm looking up Skunky Bulma. <laughs> yeah. I prefer him, like, being a character that never appears. It's kind of upsetting that uh, Disney ruined that. Oh, there's a band. Yeah. When you search Skunky Beaumont, it's a band that comes up. Like, the Spotify uh. comes up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. Skunky Beaumont? Maybe we'll have to use this for the end music. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, hell yeah. Sounds like Skunky Bones. This is good. I'm, I'm, in, I'm into it. Okay. Um, awesome. Uh, Andrew, is that all your trivia? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, any trivia? Um, oh, I guess my trivia is that the, the movie poster um, for Dead Reckoning that was in the background is an actual Humphrey Bogart movie. Mm. Yeah. Okay. From 1947, though. Ah, okay. Well, it's in black. The poster's black and white, starring uh, Humphrey Bogus, right? Humphrey Bogus. Yeah, it really... It... <laughs> oh, Humphrey Bogus. <laughs> I think it says Dead Reckoning, you know. 
also. It does say Dead Reckoning now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, there goes my trivia. No, no, <laughs> I think it holds. I think it holds. Uh, I yeah, it was hard to find anything. You know, there's the traffic light segment, and I just want to shout out the inventor of the traffic light, who's from Cleveland. Uh, Garrett, oh, Mor- yeah. Garrett Morgan uh, invented the traffic light, the gas mask. Uh, you know, kind Jeez. of one of these. That uh, I I distinctly remember this being like a commercial. I want to say it was on Nickelodeon, but I don't know whether that really that for sure. But yeah, oh, okay. it was like a quick thirty second. Like here's this guy from. Mm. You know. Well, I I visit him about once a month. He's at the cemetery where I do my mm-hmm. walks. Um, and, uh, his grave has, (laughs) his grave has a crucifix on it, but the crucifix is like a stoplight. Like the, like the one part of the crucifix says like go and the other one says like stop, I think. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, he was, he was African, he was African American. So he's, he was, he's buried kind of like in a segregated section, which is interesting for the, for the time period. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Garrett Morgan, shout out. Cool. Uh, Stray observations. We can go around. Yeah. Um, w- did you guys catch what happened to Skunky Beaumont after he saw the abnormal? Yeah, he didn't blink for three days. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Chris? Uh, what uh, kind of tree did Mr. Dink fall out of? Uh... Is this the one that he says like he falls out of in his nightmares? Yeah. Uh, dogwood. Yep. Very good. Nice. Um, what is the uh, the bags they're eating out of at the movie theater? What's mm. the, what's the brand name? Gummy bunnies. I'll give Chris a chance. Gummy <laughs> bunnies. That's right. That's right. Um, did you catch the address on the building that was smashed by the abnormal in the first uh, oh movie scene? Oh my gosh, I Definitely always look not. at the addresses now. <sighs> it was 157. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the name of the, uh, the, the new movie that, uh, is threat or that is going to replace the abnormal uh smash adams mm-hmm. um something of the asp now i can't the sting of the asp uh, the sting, sting of the asp <laughs> um when pork chop turns into jack nicholson there's a box of food behind him did you see what the box of food was called? <sighs> no yeah I, I i didn't uh i don't remember uh, it was doggone eats. Mm. Nice. Clever. Um, did you catch the number of times the little kid? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, did you catch the number of times the little kids uh, have seen the abnormal was that are coming six? out of the theater with the? Uh, that's another good one. Uh, I believe it's seven, and then like at least eight, including the time that they're in the theater with Doug at the end. Mm. Uh, how many poodles uh, make up the uh, the abnormal? I want to say three. The twer three, the twer. Oh, three. Ah, okay. 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 Um, 
at the start of the episode, what it, it when it's the title card, Doug's Nightmare in uh, Jumbo Street, what, do, what does Porkchop do? Like, what is his thing that he does? <sighs> yeah, that's a good call. Um, darn, I don't know. It's not very unique. Uh, he puts an apostrophe on the S, and then he just kind of chases Doug with the paint can. Oh. Yeah. Uh, did you guys catch the food stand at the mall and any of its signs? Actually, I don't think so. No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it's called the Baloney Hut. The oh yeah. Slogan... <laughs> I saw. I saw the. I saw the slogan, which was um, "Get your butt in the." What is it yeah. called? Something hut. To the baloney hut. Baloney hut. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's also it appeared to be something called the baloney quake available for sale. Mm, yeah. What do you guys think about uh, saying baloney instead of baloney? Do you think that's funny? Like, like that's a bunch of baloney. <laughs> I was thinking about trying that out last night. I think I never <laughs> heard anyone say it. Okay. I, Belog- I I've heard balogna. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is, well, yeah, this baloney's not spelled like the real baloney spelling. Um, did you see what the sale was at the record store? Like, what percentage off? Ah, no. No. 100% off. Wow. 100% off? Wow. Yeah. It's as good as it gets. <laughs> it is as good as it gets. <laughs> um, did you catch any of the uh, signs at the record store? I saw a uh, Killer Tofu World Tour poster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was also the Beats. And then, like, behind them at the bookstore, I'm just including this. With, it said Noted Edgar. Um, hmm. the, the closest thing I could come up with was it was a reference to Edgar Caret, a uh, writer. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, in the movie, when they're in that hallway, there's a painting on the wall when the abnormal attacks. Did you happen to look at what was what the painting was of? Somehow, no. No. Uh, it, it appears to be a painting of Monument Valley. Hmm. You love that, Joey, I bet. Oh, man. Yeah. Monument Valley. One of the... Yeah. Easily, one of the most beautiful places in America, yeah. Um, did you catch what Connie was expecting the monster to look like? Mm, no. A big lobster. <laughs> She's not that far off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, very good. Uh, Nightmare on Jumbo Street has an 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb, which is very good. Um so out of five Krebs stars, what are you giving Doug's Nightmare on Jumbo Street? Um, I'm going to give it a 4.75 out of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a really great episode. Again, I love how the animation looks. Um, I love like the progression of, as always, the progression of like the story in Doug is just really on. Um, I mean, even if you don't like it, it's like it all is in place and like really economical. Um, And 
I really like the uh, way in this episode how there's like three sort of storylines going on at the same time, like the real world Doug, the dream Doug, and the story of the movie. Um, and it all kind of like is weaved together in a way that I think feels good. Um, the only thing I'm even knocking it for is I think there's like, it's maybe, there's maybe some Doug episodes that are, that feel more essential than this, but just a little bit. So I really love this one. So 4.75. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Oh my God. Okay. I feel very generous today uh, in really trying to be fair. I'm, I think it is objectively a three. Um, so it, uh, it's got some things going for it. I think it's very well structured. And I think that the animation of the dreams, like, like y'all are mentioning is really cool, but there's no humor in it whatsoever. There's no like character development or there's no just character detail at all. Um, And there's nothing like, there's nothing that it really touches in the Dell in the Doug universe. There's no relationships between characters. There's no real interaction between characters. That's, that's, you know, meaningful. Um, yeah. And other, yeah, but it's well-structured and, and the, the animation in the dreams is cool. So I think that's enough to give it a three. All right. I mean, I think, I think pork chop being Jack Nicholson alone is enough mm. for a three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every every everything from there is just like throw, put a little put a little extra on it. <laughs> All uh, right. I'm 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 with Andrew here. I, I'm giving this a four point seven five. Wow. Uh, I think um, you know, if you, I think your your rating is not not fair, Chris. If you don't like Doug in general then like three is probably as about as good as we could hope for but like have liking doug i can kind of rank this i think fairly as someone who enjoys the show which is like this is kind of a i don't like a hard hitting episode like it moves moves briskly the story is really fun it actually doesn't really skimp on trying to like freak out the kids with the nightmares sections like it seems um pretty intense for a doug um the visuals i thought were really great it does a good job of i think even though like you don't get a lot of story character lines here i think it does a good job of still trying to incorporate even briefly like skeeter the dinks uh patty just like quick moments um and uh yeah it's uh you know it's not my top five but it's probably top 10 for me um it's uh i think it's a it's an enjoyable one but, uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, just to say one last thing, um, I also like how we get Doug like sort of away from his family in this episode. Like it, he's out yeah. doing things, not like I don't know. It just feels like suddenly we get like some glimpse of Doug's like individual life, seeing his friends. Yeah, he's not just like sitting writing in his journal. He's out and about. Um, yeah. Now, Chris, la- last Podtober, we had you on for Headless Cabbie. 
you gave that a two and a half. So you, you, uh, you, this is the better episode. I think it's, I like the, they're kind of inverse, inverses of each other because the headless cabbie had some like cool accoutrement, but like the structure I thought was really bad. Here, I think the structure is really good, but there's just not a lot of meat on the bones for me. So, they're, I would say okay. overall in terms of like an actual produced episode of television, I do think that Doug is better, but I'd rather watch The Headless Cabbie again than watch this again. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Very and are nice. you, are you, are you still working over how the velocity of the cabbie's head in the scarf? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this episode didn't have any of those problems and you're, I'm only... I'm only annoyed by that because I, because you guys don't seem to understand that that's not possible. You're trying to make excuses like, well, if you know, if he's going fast enough, yeah, that scarf's just going to rip his head off. Like, no, it's not. I don't think I don't think I was arguing with you. <laughs> I think you especially were Andrew actually. Yeah, it was it was Yeah, it was especially <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> um okay, okay, great. Uh you guys want to name the episode? Oh yeah, I believe it. Um, I call this one Doug's new abnormal. Mm, okay, is it like a little strokes reference here. Uh, you know that didn't even occur to me until today. Oh, but okay. <laughs> you know, I guess. Okay. Okay. Uh, my, uh, my title is, uh, Doug's damn dog made him watch the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'm going with Doug is abnormal. Um, go around one more time. Uh, Doug's new abnormal. Uh, Doug's damn dog made him watch a scary movie. And Doug is abnormal. Uh, we'll post that and people can vote. I'm on a little roll here, Andrew. I, I had been slumping in name the episode. Uh, but let's see here. Okay. So you had won um, the 15 No More Secrets with mm-hmm. Off the Bandwagon. Nice. You'd, al- you'd also won Apartment 214 with The Tale of the Terrible Tenant. <laughs> but I'm back. Uh, with uh, and then there was Sean, my Dr. Feeney's House of Terror one, mm. and mm. for Dangerous Soup, <laughs> the tale of the gruesome gourmet. Uh, <laughs> has wow. one, wow. yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, well, yeah, we'll see how the rest of the month goes. Uh, you know, we, we have Ernest Scared Stupid, we got this one, um, and uh, we got at the end of the month the epic Locker 22 coming. But, uh, what is, what is next, Andrew? Uh, next time we're going to be talking Pee Wee's Playhouse, Monster in the Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pee Wee. You know, he, he passed away. Uh, this episode was actually planned before he passed away. Uh, I was a Pee Wee fanatic as a little kid, but I haven't watched, honestly, probably since. It's been a long time, so I'm, I'm really excited to talk uh, with our buddy John about Pee Wee. Andrew, you excited? Oh, yeah. Better believe it. Pee Wee. Chris, Pee Wee? Pro Pee Wee. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Pro Pee Wee. Um, 
All right. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we are on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, but of course, the easiest way to interact with us is now on Patreon. Uh, we have three tiers three dollars, five dollars, fourteen dollars, all uh, include, you know, unique incentives, uh, guest spots, request episodes, interactions, posts. Uh, we got now a little group chat going where we're throwing out questions, uh, talking with each other. It's been fun. So thank you to everyone uh, who is supporting us on Patreon. It is, you know, not lost on us that you guys are. Um, you know, just so supportive. Uh, and Chris, out, out in the uh, the the New Mexico, what would you call it? You're you're up against a forest, I guess. In the transitional zone in the high desert. Yeah. What's the weather like in uh, October? Oh, you wouldn't believe how nice it is. It's uh, you know, seventy degrees at night. You know, mid four or sorry, seventy degrees during mm. the day, mid forties at night. Uh, so you get the nice warm sun during the day but it feels nice and crisp and autumnal at night you just can't beat it blue skies every day good it's the best wow man and chris i don't think we've before we go i know we got to go but uh we i our lat for the last month we've been talking with guests about dying in space do you think dying in space would be cool well i know that this is something that's near and dear to your heart um yeah, I, I, I think that it would be fine. Um, it'd be fine. I don't think that it's unreasonable. Uh, it seems like a lot of effort just to die. I'd probably prefer to <laughs> just like die in a field somewhere. Um, but uh, I'm glad that this is your dream. Well, you know what? Like, even though you were supportive, you know, just a simple, well-reasoned argument of it's a lot of effort that that resonates with me that <laughs> I, I, I feel like well i feel like nobody's really just stated it that plainly which is like have you really considered how much effort it would take and uh and you know what like maybe it's a bad use of resources like maybe i shouldn't be using maybe j- <laughs> okay okay well you know i'm working <laughs> I'm working through this, all right? I'm working through it in real time. Uh, well, thank you for that grounded uh, reasoning. And Chris, uh, thank you for joining us. Oh, always happy to be a part of the Big Orange Couch podcast. Uh, one of these days I want to be part of the, uh, you know, the the uh, paywall version so um, I could feel a little bit of exclusivity mm. secondhand. Yeah, let loose. Yeah. Let loose. We're we're getting inebriated over there, Chris. It's it's fun. I know. There, you guys have all the fun over there. It's sticking me with boring ass Doug. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well, on yeah. that note, yeah. Uh, in spite of that, it was a pleasure to have Chris, and um, we hope we'll see all you shape shifting gummy bunnies next episode. Want to do something with gummy bunnies? Maybe, maybe just gummy bunnies.
Mm-mm. Wait, what? <laughs> Doug's gummy bunnies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doug's gummy bunnies. No, right. no, no. Wait, I'm, 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 I'm workshopping <laughs> over here. Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, Humphy Bogus. Just, just bogus. Bo- just bo- the word bogus? Humphy Maybe Bogus. Whatever that movie, Bogus. Humphy oh. Bogus. No Doug. You're cutting the Doug? <laughs> Doug's Humphy Bogus. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> the damn dog made him watch the movie. Hello. Did we lose Joe? Joey. Maybe. God damn. Hmm. Well, we could talk to each other. Jeez. Chris really. Uh, I'm pissed off about this microphone it. thing. <laughs> I have this nice microphone that isn't working. And, you know, I was looking forward to actually getting to use it. And it's not working. And, yeah, I'm just going to take it out on you guys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay.